Hey, what's going on, chuds and ghouls? Here comes the Spookies bringing you one of our first of many mini-sodes. Uh, this is where we're just going to record these every once in a while and just drop them out there. They're not necessarily referencing any specific horror movie or anything. Uh, it's just when we just kind of want to just shoot the shit and BS with each other. And this very first one, uh, Nachos and I are going to just kind of talk about ourselves a little bit, give you an intro, how we met, how we got the podcast started. Then we're going to talk about how we cut our teeth on horror movies and what kind of got us started in the whole thing in the first place. So, uh, hey, Nachos, how you doing today? How the fuck you doing, man? <laughs> so pretty much, this is our origin origin episode. How shit all panned out and planned out or whatever. This is true. So I guess uh, to start it, we can talk about how you and I met. Aww. Uh, so it was you on... You gotta bring me up to speed because... Uh... It was on Grinder. Yes. <laughs> Um, I am, I am dumpster fire pants 69 and I was, uh, fizzle farts, fizzle farts. Yes. Yeah. And that's what drew me to him. I thought that that's really interesting. Like he fizzle Andy farts. Yeah. This, this, this is a steady diet of pop rocks. And I'm turned on by that. No, we met in high school. I met him. I was actually just regaling him. Uh, I was 35 years old playing a high school. <laughs> I was looking for my dunce cap. We met on my very first day of high school as a freshman. We had a class together. It was the first period of the first day. It was an English class uh, at Mr. Gordon's English class. That was at, a fun, that guy was fun. He is super cool in at Consul High School. So uh, ninth grade, um, 1999? Probably 99 or 2000. Yeah, 99. I think and, I'm uh, like 10 years older than you. I don't fucking know. 30. Yes. 40 years older. Right, right. right. And, yeah, it was just the very first day. So we met, and uh, we became friends kind of instantly, just sort of bonded. And then uh, that was really about it. So we were just kind of chit-chatting about that. It was the only class we ever had together. Uh, later on in the year, I was picking up my yearbook and passed him in the hall. Um, he was going somewhere. I was coming from somewhere. I was picking up the fucking yearbook. And I wasn't one of those guys that was like, oh, hey, send my yearbook. Make sure you wish me fucking best summer ever. We'll hang out be friends forever. <laughs> but he was walking by. Dressed as Spider Jerusalem. That's a deep comic nerd cut for for you listeners out there. What comic is that from? It is from this book called Transmetropolitan. It pretty much plays out like as if Hunter S. Thompson, uh, like let's say fifty years from now in two thousand and XX, Rogue Outlaw Spider Jerusalem and his team of crack goons write satiric, not satirical, political. Anyway. <clears throat> It's a fun book. Uh, so Spider Jerusalem is bald and has these uh, weird t- uh, two-tone glasses. Like one is a red rectangle and the other is a green. No, it's backwards. Uh, green. Fuck. Now I'm questioning my own cred here. Not important. So is um. They're very unique. Yes. Sunglasses. One lens is red in a specific shape, and one lens is green, and it's a different shape. Yes, and they double as 3D glasses. Fun fact. Uh, so yeah, I was in ISS. I can only assume, which stands for in school suspension. You're probably heading back from the bathroom or something. Yes, um, and I believe for um, for about ten ten years, I was running champion of ISS. I had a, uh, I think, four consecutive months in a row, and that recently got. Well, a couple years back, got topped by, I don't remember who, I saw Marty out and about, and I was asking about it. I didn't have a long stint in ISS, but we'll get to that. But I will say that you addressed the Spider Jerusalem, but the yearbooks don't come out in the fall. This was in the spring. You just went to school as Spider Jerusalem. Like, you had your head shaved and everything. 
I was probably on acid. That sounds about right. I'm sure you were. That's, yep. Yeah, and we used to bond over Green Lantern. We're big fucking Green Lantern buffs. Right. Like, super huge. I had a uh, Green Lantern ring on that used to come with a Hal Jordan action figure. It was oh, like my a God. really that, shitty figure. That fucking action statue. I remember this. This is my first uh, Cincinnati Jeff prequel. I was walking down the hall. I had my GL shirt on. You had your GL shirt on. You're like, you know what? Fuck it. Do you want this? Do you want this Hal Jordan figure? I was like, what's wrong with it? It's like, it came with this plastic ring. I lost my last one. I bought a new one. I don't need the figure. I have the ring. Do you want it? I'm like, sure. Thanks, man. That's some really nice random shit. I mean, at no point will I ever run into this guy in my future. So, you know. That's exactly how that went down. That actually saved me from an ass beating. Um, I was, uh, were you a social, were you getting uh, into training? getting into shit with the wrong guy and, uh, it was about to go down and, uh, a buddy of ours now, Jake Steiger, the beautiful Jake Steiger cut in and he's like, Hey, you know, Mike Johnson, you, did you really give him that green lantern figure? And I was like, yeah, man. He's like, just because and I was like, yeah, like situation diffused. It was actually really cool. Right. Cause I think I was the one starting the problem in the first place. So that worked out real well for me, but yeah, we just, Kind of met. So anyway, he was walking down dressed as Spider Jerusalem, and uh, he's like, "Hey, buddy, want me to sign your yearbook?" And I was like, "Sure." So he signed my freshman yearbook. Only person to sign my freshman yearbook, and that is uh, how we met, and became buddies. Fun fact: none of those things actually ever happen. It's like the origin of the Joker. We're just gonna keep doing this every episode, and you guys decipher what you want. <laughs> there might be a little nugget of truth sprinkled in there somewhere, but uh. Yeah, young detectives, you figure it out. Then, like, flash forward, we didn't see each other for a long time, and I was having a party once, and uh, he came over uh, with a six-pack of Mickey's fucking Piskernators. <laughs> fucking Piskernators! And, uh... Why do we call them Piskernators? Because you piss in them after you're done, and you fucking throw them in the street at people. Screw the cat back on, and you got a grenade full of piss. With a riddle in the cap, too. And my girlfriend, who's now my wife at the time, was like, all right, everybody's gotta go... And she's like, your buddy's got to leave. And I was like, no, no, he's fucking going to stay. And we ended up fucking staying up till like, I don't know, six or seven in the morning. And that just became a ritual. Like the next weekend, I was like, hey, fucking Mike, nachos, you want to come over and fucking get hammered and fucking watch the sun come up? Not romantic like that. Just would happen that way. And Yeah, would, uh, I mean, you know, you get a couple piss grenaders in you. Next thing you know, your buddy's dick's in your mouth. and Fucking uh, talk about horror movies and fucking action figures. Talk about horror movies. Get the dick out of my mouth. <laughs> Talking about horror movies. See, I remember it a little different. I think. And then we're just splitting hairs here, but but fuck it. This is the origin episode, so we're supposed to do this. You're getting off topic. We're good. Uh, I was I was at Camp Blood, and um, I think like I I I was up at the fucking horseshoe in Collinsville. This is all Collinsville related because that's where we hail from. So um, yeah, I think like you came over with one of the idiots or something, and like because you had we were talking about trading Pokemon, and then. Something, but I should have thought this Pokemon through. from the game, not cards. No, we're not fucking losers. Yeah, we're way cooler than that. <laughs> Jesus Christ. And then you're like, uh, I got this, this, and that. I was like, I never got that motherfucker because game exclusives. But anyway, I'm going to wrap this up. I'm going to knock my mic around a little bit and uh, I'm going to throw it back to uh, Salsa's Von Mummy. So, Salsa Von Mummy here. Um, and that was really it. That's We just started fucking hanging out constantly after that because we fucking realized that we're both super fucking Nobody cool. wants to fucking watch Sleepaway Camp 3. This dude themselves. does. And yeah. I'm like, what? Okay. My girlfriend's like, I'm not watching this. This sucks. And I was like, yeah. Well, you're going to be single after you dump me. <laughs> <laughs> sure. Yeah, I'm, I'm allowed to give my wife one horror movie uh, a year. 
So I got to be, I got to really be picky with it. Because she never wants to watch anything. But fucking Nachos does. But then we fast forward and this D-bag is just like, man, have you heard of these guys, Horrible Horror? They're apparently local and uh, they got this great fucking podcast. You know where I met them? Where? Contamination. Man, I miss that. Uh, I do, but I don't. I snuck away from work when I was a security guard to meet George Romero. Oh, so you're thinking Archon, dude. Contamination is a totally different monster. Was that he was he at Archon then? He was at Archon because uh, Steve Okanifa was telling me about that. Yeah, he went with me. Fucking, of course, he did that beautiful Asian treat. Okay, so then I guess I never went to Contaminon. To Contamicon. So, contamination is, um, it was like St. Louis's big, big thing. Um, I remember I heard it about like a it. horror. Yeah, oh, my God. Right? Dude, so the first one I went to, this was like fucking Valhalla, dude. It was the greatest. I was I was all hyped. I was gonna go and like somebody like opened up the hood of my car and tore out a fist of wires or something. Well, you had it coming. Uh, no doubt. And then so I was I was um bugging Zach attack about it. He's like, you know what? Come on, Jansen, we'll fucking go. And uh, we went. And this is probably like the coolest story I have about anything ever. Like if I ever get married, I'm gonna just be like, yeah, this is the second most important day because one day I was walking down a fucking stairwell. With Tony Todd on the right of me and fucking Kane Hodder on the left of me. And I'm practically rubbing elbows with these guys. And then fucking Tony Todd says to Kane Hodder, he's like, Can't believe you drank all that whiskey last night, Kane. And then Kane's like, Can't believe you went to bed right after you, big bitch. And I'm just like, Jason is telling fucking, calling Kane man a bitch. And they're just ribbing each other, dude. This was fucking great. And then both of the uh, uh, Boondock Saints brothers were there before they were all fucking blown up dude who else was there colonel was Rhodes. jeffrey combs there no jeffy combs that's that's a different story that's when i got in period uh yeah. we'll save that one for when we do reanimator or, yes or that... castle freak <laughs> yes and then um yeah so i was standing in line getting kane hotter's autograph back before the whole con system went to shit where you gotta like they have handlers like, oh, you got to wait in this line. There's a booth and all this shit. I just went up to this table with this fucking 8x10 glossy. Kane's like, what's your name? And I said, Eric. And he wrote Jeff. <laughs> no, uh, that's a different story. And then uh, so he just, he's like, oh, do you, you want to do it? And I was like, can you get a picture with me and King? And like, I hold my hand out and Kane's like, sorry, buddy. I don't, uh, I don't shake hands. And I was like, oh, that's kind of a dick thing. Then he grabs me by my neck by both. Both, both of his giant fucking hands, and he just just keeps choking the fucking shit out of me. But he doesn't shake hands because he's been like disfigured on his hands. That's why he's always wearing those gloves, right? No, I no, I don't. I I think it's because he likes to fucking choke people. Oh, okay. But he can't do it anymore because he got a couple fucking complaints and about you know because there's this tiny bone in your throat that it's um like it doesn't help you evolutionary for anything. It's like a little novelty bone and. Apparently. It's your mega evolution stone. <laughs> right. Well, mine's broken, so I ain't evolving into shit. And then uh, he's like, yeah, I'll be shaking people's necks. <laughs> and then you just hear this little... I shake necks, hello. <laughs> you just hear this little... Because <laughs> that's not bone breaking. And then so, like, the photo I got, I'm like, Zach, take the fucking picture. Because my, my face is red like a tomato. It, it's a good... Good fun story. He does wear those gloves, though, right? Because he does have burns on his hands. He's probably got burns on his I hands. I Because he's got, like, burns on, I think, like, 70% of his body or whatever. Something bad happened. Was it during Part 7? Or No, it's a... Uh, we'll talk about it when Kane's on the show. We'll let him run. Tell the story? Yeah, run, <laughs> run the tale. 
Well, since we're talking cons and origin stories. Oh, hold up, hold up. We were getting to the part where uh, we uh, digitally high-five Horrible Horror because we didn't finish with that. That's where I ran it. Oh, wait. That's where you ran into Horrible Horror. Yeah, uh, get out the fucking dry erase board for, you know, so we can backtrack to where I know where I'm at. The tangent in the timeline? Right. Yeah, like have Tilda Swinton there so she can fucking knock Ruffalo out the hole. I don't and... have a white, like, storyboard, but I can get a Sharpie and some pizza boxes. <laughs> if Zach ever listens to this... He's going to get that joke. I just see him fucking, like, putting his fingers to his brow, just like, God damn I'm not explaining the Cell Saga timeline again for the third time. All right, so cut to a couple years later. I'm just periodically going to these uh, contaminations. And um, one year, the gal and I go, and um, our mutual buddy. And, uh, God, I hate to say it, but that con, this is like when shit started getting stupid. Like, I went in there, and I'm looking around, and it's like, who's the celebrity here? Some chick who did a skin flick in the 70s who's, like, throwing porn at me. And I'm like, this is kind of cool. And also Marshall and Aaron. Yes. They, yes. Were, the, they were the celebrated guests. Yes. Yes. <laughs> they were running that shit. And then, so, like, they just hand me a flyer. And I think they were talking, like, oh, God, what episode is it? It's, like, I want to say 2016 or 17. They have a couple con episodes. I'll let them hash that out. Um, Anyway, they just threw me some flyers, and I was like, yeah, fuck, why not? A podcast. Then I, like, became a steady listener, and I started harassing them online and sending them dead things in the mail. If you guys were wondering, that was me. You're welcome. So Nachos told me about them and got me kind of turned on to uh, podcasts. So I started with their first episode that I listened to. was episode 100. It was a two-parter. And What episode was it? It was uh, Friday the Third or um, Nightmare on Elm Street Five, The Dream Child. Fucking a, it was. And uh, so I'm listening, and I'm checking out a couple of other episodes, and they're like, "So this one was recommended to us by uh, Nachos McWerewolf uh, for Microwave Massacre." And I was like, "Well, I fucking only know one Nachos McWerewolf." Yeah. And I also there only... better not be another one out there, or I... I'm gonna have to take care of something, <laughs> right? I only know one indie with that name, and I only know one other person in the fucking world who has been able to watch Microwave Massacre. So it's got to be the fucking same nachos. Do you have a uh, like an origin on that name? Like, what? What? Where'd you? Oh get shit! Yeah. Okay. So a thousand years ago, remember like when all the that was a couple of the guys from the Council of All Stars. Actually, we were playing the Grand Theft Auto Five when it just dropped for a uh, Xbox, not even or three sixty, yeah, not Xbox one, yeah. one, right? And um, like Rob had this whole fucking cold. It was like Seville something something or something like that. And it was real fun. And then so I'm just thinking of fucking names. And, you know, I get these little maniac jump starts in my brain from time to time. I'm like, you know what, dude? How many Grand Theft Autos are we in? Five with some spinoffs? Talking about Bigfoot? Where the fuck's a werewolf? There's no fucking werewolf. That's bullshit. You all right? You got a case of the the vapors? There it is. All right. Um... And I was like, you know what? Nachos are awesome. Nachos McWerewolf. And I said it, and I was like, fuck it, that's that's going to be my character's name. And then I jump in game, and they're just like, are you fucking kidding me with that name right now? I'm like, shut the fuck up, bitch. Nachos McWerewolf? That is, it was just so stupid, it's genius kind of thing. And I'm like, I got to run with that. So bad it's hairy. <laughs> Get the fuck out. Get get out of your own house. You're fucking fired. Um, and then so I just kinda it's it was always it was just on the back burner for a while and I was like, eh, I'm doing this social networking shit. 
I don't want to use my real name. That's no fun. And then boom, Nachos McWerewolf. So speaking of cons and origins, how'd, of you, games, how'd you get your story there, buddy? Yeah. What's so your little tale of terror. Uh, you won't hear it too often, but my real name is Eric, and Eric P. Sassafras. That's right. Sorry, I didn't mean to full name you there, bud. Thank you. Yes. Thank you, Esquire. Well, yeah, yeah. So salsa von mummy here. We go to Horror Hound. It's my first Horror Hound, twenty nineteen, in Cincinnati. Huh. WKRP in Cincinnati. I swear, I thought turkeys could fly. That's a dated joke. Man. No, I, I get it, but I don't. They throw get fucking it. turkeys out of this helicopter on Thanksgiving, and they on the on, live on the radio, and they fucking all fall to their death because he doesn't. Know Do the we have like the fly. MIDI file set up with a cricket chirping? Do whatever, dude. Yeah, all right, all That's right. It's a fucking awesome show, man. I mean, cool. Lonnie Anderson's in it. Whatever. Lonnie Engel, the dad from. Uh, Sister Sister is also in it. I think it's his name, Tim Roth. No, dude, Tim Roth is a totally different dude. He's a, that's a dead hole stuck in the fucking mattress. Okay, well, all right. Anyway, yeah, we're talking about Sister Sister. <laughs> Why am I the one saying fucking let's keep it on target, man? Stay on target. Stay, Stay on, on target. target. That's the origin of that. That's that's fucking. That's Star Trek. Yeah, I said Trek. Oh no, it's from Babylon Five. I'm sorry. Go ahead. So, we're at Horror Hound in Cincinnati, and I'm super excited to meet the one, the only, the fucking mustached, mustachioed man, Tom, Atkins. Tom motherfucking Atkins. I live and breathe. I'm on the Tom Atkins diet. And... Tom Joyboy Atkins. <laughs> As he told us, he likes to be called. Yes. <laughs> he had us both in a headlock at the same time. It was... Uh... Noogie, and, but somehow also noogie us. It was his handler. <laughs> So we line up for Tom Atkins. The Nuggler. And fucking Pussy Boy here refused to meet him first. Oh, I had a straight up diva panic attack. I'm like, I can't do it. I can't talk to you. You're you my rock. Go you first. go first. You You're go my first. rock. Nobody else was in line for him at this time. But we saw that he had a, had a big line several times throughout the con. But at this time, we got lucky. No one was in line. And fucking Nachos here would not go first. So I lost a toss and I went first. And I'm also nervous. Um, so I have him. But you got a good game face about it. Yeah. So I had him. Uh, he had like uh, several pictures and posters that he would sign for you, and I wanted the Night of the Creeps one with the you know with the, the guy that's in the tuxedo. What's his fucking name, dude? It's a uh, Campbell, like Roy Campbell, I think. Is it? I thought Roy Campbell was from Metal Gear Solid. Whoa! I don't know. Anyway, it's that classic. Yeah, we're we're Night praising of the Creeps. this movie, and we can't even get his fucking name right. It's like that some... classic Night of the Creeps poster, Spanky, and he thrill me. He. Starts talking to me, and he's like, hey, would you like this personalized? I said, absolutely. He said, okay. He's like, ah, oh, the picture's free. He's like, uh, what, what's your name? I was like, my name's Eric. And he's like, oh, okay, Eric. It's nice to meet you. Where are you from, Eric? And I said, oh, well, I'm from St. Louis. And he goes, oh, St. Louis. I've been there. Spent some time there. And he starts to regale me in nachos about the time that he spent filming Escape from New York right. here in St. Louis, the John Carpenter film. Uh, if you guys don't know, that's, it's a lot of that was filmed here. That bridge that they blew up is... Um, what, like the bridge was in my Charles. backyard. Yeah, it's and it's actually still there. You can still see the fucking bridge from the new bridge, so it's kind of fun. It's in the woods and just fucking rotten to hell, but it's there. So if you ever experience any traffic while you're going to St. Charles across the river, like much things in the Midwest, it's still here, rotten to hell. That's why it's there. So he's talking to us about that, and he goes to finish my autograph, and he writes, "Jeff, <laughs> thrill me." I've watched him fucking do it. Like you're just enamored staring into the eyes of, of tom atkins just like yeah but you could 
You could tell me my grandma got hit by a fucking lawnmower or whatever. And I saw that he clearly wrote my name wrong. Started the J, and I'm just like, oh, shit. And I start smiling like a fucking idiot. I saw that J, and I was like, that's not how you spell, Eric. But, I mean, <laughs> granted, yes, I just paid him money for his autograph. But I was just so pleased that he was taking the time to talk to us and just... Like a human being, too. Yeah. Like, like we were... It like wasn't we rushing buddies. us out. No. He was telling us cool People stories. People online were getting heated, like, hurry up. It's like... Yeah, because we ended up taking a lot of his time. So he finishes Worth it. my autograph to Jeff, and then he takes some pictures with me. And then Nachos goes, and somebody, some fan had brought him a six-pack of Miller High Life. Yes, prior to, like, I think the beginning of the day. Before we had gotten there. So we took our pictures. We were about to leave, and, and then Nachos says, hey, is it okay if it's we like, take... I have a series. I have three questions for you. Yeah. Can I get... Can we crush him or no it was can we get a picture of us with the miller lights he's like and get your buddy over there spanky or uh, whatever his name is <laughs> not eric <laughs> clearly not eric <laughs> so we did that and then we asked if we could drink some and he's like i already had one he's like they're warm as piss boys i don't think you want one i drank mine as soon as i got here kind of thing and yep. i'm just like oh tom you maniac and my third question was uh we asked him if we would eat. oh if he drank with us no my third question was it was uh what, what do you do for a hangover cure? He goes, well, uh, that's right. get better at drinking, or if you got to, if you wake up and, you, and you're the feeling... The Bloody Mary. You're feeling a, little, feeling a little under, get a Bloody Mary or a Bloody Margarita. Or uh, yeah, you just drink anything. <laughs> get a glass of wine, I don't know. He was cool as fuck. So from that moment forward, uh, we were just getting drunk all weekend, and Nachos just kept calling me Cincy Jeff every time I'd get mouthy. So I thought that was a pretty good name, Cincinnati Jeff. Right. So uh, we, we went with that, um, and uh, that's just the way that is. And then just another part of it is I had a uh, friend that I worked with. Uh, I got kind of close to uh, for the one year that we worked together. His name was Jeff, and he lived in Cincinnati, and he'd actually passed away suddenly oh. earlier that year. What? So having the Cincinnati Jeff and then having that, it just oh, every time I say it, it always reminds me of him. Oh, so, I didn't know that. I don't talk about work a lot because I don't want them to know what I do in my free time. Fair enough. Because <laughs> I say all kinds of terrible shit. What do you do with all that animal semen at the end of the day, though? Oh, that goes up my butt. Yes, like a professional. Mm -hmm. That's what I do for a living. Animal semen. <laughs> so, I am uh, forever will be Cincinnati Jeff. Plus, I thought it was a really cool fucking name, so I, you know, changed my social media stuff to it, my online handles for, like, Xbox and PlayStation, because I was like, Cincinnati Jeff's funny, and I think it's cool. And it's a lot better than some of the older ones you had. Yeah. Yeah. I had some pretty bad ones. Yep. Moving on. I'm all about cycling through a wheelhouse of um, just fucking stupid nicknames. Oh, I won't go over mine. Okay. Well, so would you get you got two now? What do you mean two? You got Cincinnati Jeff and Salsa Von Mummy. Yes, because you were knighted with yep. that. Sir Marshall knighted you. The horrible horror guys. Uh, Aaron knew that my nickname was Cincinnati Jeff, but Marshall did not, and so we, we were over there for one of their episodes for uh, Curse of the. 40, Miners 49er. Massacre. Yeah. So he was like, well, we got not to be werewolf. I thought of a name for you, but obviously I know that the Cincinnati Jeff story, but I was going to call you Salsa Von Mummy. We had a really good laugh over it. I know Marshall likes it, so we'd like to say it every once in a while. It's I, still fucking, good, dude. It's really it fucking, fucking good. Laugh. If you didn't have like such a legit fucking you know, uh, investment in, in Cincinnati Jeff, I'd be like, Salsa Von Mummy. I was uh, calling myself that earlier as I was taking the trash out before you got here. I was like, Salsa Von Jeff. Salsa Von Jeffy, just shit like that. Jeffrey Von Salsa. So Nachos, uh, since we're a horror movie podcast, before we close out the little mini-sode here, let's talk about what 
you cut your teeth on horror movie wise? Like what maybe was your first horror movie and what you kind of started out with All right. uh, to really get you into it? Doesn't have to be like your favorite franchise or anything, but just like what you kind of started with. Well, this is very um, appropriate, actually. Um, so um, I grew up in Collinsville in this little, yeah, not cul-de-sac, but anyway, I had stupid kids in the neighborhood and uh, I went over to my buddy's house because USA up all night kind of shit. And he was living with his grandparents and like we could just fucking light the house on fire. And they're just going to be like, ha, 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 no, you're, you're a little princess or whatever. Anyway, so like Halloween was on one night and uh, just because there's flashbacks. I'm like six. I, I don't comprehend so good. Blah, blah, blah. So I kind of was just like, oh, this is what this is about. And then, um, so my first official horror movie was, I was, I was eight years old and I'm burping. Uh, I caught it on USA up all night. I think it was like a Ronda Shear episode and it was fucking Halloween too. And I'm like, I don't know anything about that. As I am saying this story, I have a Michael Myers from part two action figure. So that is very appropriate. And I was just like what the fuck is this movie? It's this honky face Shatner looking dude. I didn't say that because I didn't know who the fuck Shatner was either. I just remember it's USA. So there's no tits or super gore. I just remember that part where fucking Bennett Tramer. And if you haven't seen Halloween too, Bennett Tramer has a uh, Michael Myers ish costume. Instead of having, you know, the shat hair, he has a, this rambunctious yellow, um, hair. I'll just call it hair. It's like bleached. Yeah. I guess it's like blonde. And so Loomis is talking to somebody about something, and this squad car just fucking... Talking to Sheriff Brackett, right? Lee Brackett. I think one of them was Annie. That's when that happens. Yep. Is Bennett takes it, and fucking deputy so-and-so shows up. Oh, it's because Loomis is freaking shit, and he's like, there he is, there he is, and he pulls his gun out, and then Lee's like, you can't be shooting motherfuckers, you old fuck. Yep. And then... Poor, poor Bennett is just looking across and you're like, oh, what were they talking about? Oh, by the way. Wow, man, that car's coming really that close. That cop car needs to slow. Oh, fuck. Uh, into an ambulance. Instant explosion. And Halloween 2 is the motherfucking best, dude. That is and, a good way to cut your teeth. Right. Right. So, mine. What about you, uh, fucking pickle puss? Similar story. My The very first horror movie I ever saw was just kind of uh, bits and pieces of it. Monster was. Squad. I'm sorry. Uh. That was your first one? I thought you said Halloween was your first one. Yeah, proper. But anyway, like slasher well, no, movie. My first proper viewing was different. So the, like you, bits and pieces of the very first one I ever saw, I was probably six or seven. And I caught the scene in Friday the 13th Part 5 where Roy takes the garden shears and fucking put, puts out the eyes of Debbie Sue Voorhees as she's fucking laying on her back, boobs up, you know? And uh, that just scared the shit out of me. Fast forward to a couple years later, my mom's really into horror movies, so it was the same kind of thing. I don't know if it was Monster Vision or USA or something like that. It was on cable, and it was the original Halloween, and she was like, you gotta watch this. So that's how it kind of got started, was my mom was just like, you gotta check this movie out, we'll watch it together. And I never thought that Michael Myers was scary. Creepy, sure, I love the atmosphere of the movie, but I was never afraid of him, even, even watching him very young. So that was just pretty much what... Uh, started with me and just one i remember the most is when he uh i just had that memory with my mom and she's just like oh this is such a good part and it's when he fucking picks up old boy uh, bob with the glasses can i get your ghost bob and 
just sticks him to the fucking door and then just looks at him, like turns his head to the side. Like I'm pretty like, oh, you see what I did there? Good yeah. job, Mikey. Yeah. Um, and that was real creepy, but. I will retract my prior statement briefly. Uh, my first adult intro, like everything prior to that was uh, intro to horror. Yeah, that was me like as a kid. Yes. So like Halloween 2, I feel, was my first official like That was the first one. Like, like mine was the one and that was the first one I ever saw from start to finish. So probably yours was two from start to finish. Mm-hmm. Because I remember my grandma's like, uh, not to step on your story, my grandma's like, oh, folks are going out of town. You're going to hang out with me this weekend. Like, my grandpa had, like, he would record off a TV, like, all the old Alfred Hitchcocks and shit. And dude knew his horror, which is kind of cool. But so I rented, I was like, she's like, you get two movies. And I'm like, Halloween 2 and The Mask to counterbalance it. Because humor is a great diffuser (laughs) for horror. And so, like, I'd just be watching fucking Halloween. I'm like, it's too much, it's too much. And then put in the mask. And then he's jamming mufflers up people's asses. <laughs> Michael Myers doesn't even do that shit. <laughs> yeah, he does. Right? He fucking does. So that is my true proper introduction to horror. Wait, is there another one? I mean, you can only get the one. No, you know that. You can only use your virginity one time. Not like that bitch in Monster Squad. It didn't count. Didn't count. Because, <laughs> uh, dude, like I grew up watching Monster Squad and and uh, and Ghostbusters. I, I wouldn't say that Monster Squad's a horror. It's movie. It's a great movie, but it's I wouldn't categorize it as a horror movie. Yeah, it's like the Goonies with Universal Monsters. Dude, that's pretty fucking on the money, man. It's about what it is. It's good though. Oh, it's I love real it. Real good. I mean, all right. So, uh, if you guys haven't seen it, check it out. Or better yet, do a watch along with the Horrible Horror Podcast for their episode of Monster Squad and hear what they got to say while you watch it. Well, when did they do that? Oh, not even that long ago. That was pretty recent. That was like two episodes after ours. Uh, no, it was was before I got on the show for them. So maybe a month or two. I don't know. It's a pretty recent episode. Okay. But that's all I got to say. So this has been. Cincinnati Jeff and Nachos Big Werewolf with KOKLA Red River Rock Radio. KOKLA.